Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We'll get to our game day lineup report in NHL today in this half hour block. A quick text on the Ashley Pine Flores text line. Bob, I think there's multiple reasons why the owners have gone 14 and 3 over the last 17. I see a more sustained forecheck, better defensive play. I also think Skinner's playing better, but still does not is not where he needs to be. The league sees holes in his play, and they target it in the shootout and uh, th- three shots from the hash marks. Why? That one comes to us from Big Daddy Cool J. Well, the Oilers ultimately won the shootout. Stuart Skinner's at a 923 save percentage since November 24th and leads the NHL in wins. His goals saved above expectation. He was minus 10 at one point. He's about minus 5.5. The Ottawa Senators, two goaltenders. We think we're going to see Forsberg tomorrow. They are at a combined minus 19. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Don't miss Fog Hat live at the River Creek Friday, January the 26th. Get your tickets now. RiverCreekResort.com. The River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement. Better. And we welcome back to the show as we do every Monday and Friday in Oilers now for Horse Racing Alberta. Experience live standard bed racing Fridays in January. New 7.30 post time at Century Mile Racetrack in Casino. View the full skid at thehorses.com. We welcome back Frank Cervalli. Hello, Frank. How are you? Pretty good, Bob. How you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. We were discussing the Oilers' 14-3 and run. We will get to that in a second, but I did happen to see some of your work. You had some pretty interesting thoughts. Everything going to be okay your house there? We're good? Yeah, I don't know. I guess my kids are yelling or screaming something. Okay. All right. See, we have 30 on a Friday night. You never know what's happening. You never know what's going on. eh? They've already dipped in a little sauce a little earlier. Easy. Okay. Hey, well, if you're in Canada, why not? Uh, My daughter learned how to uh, pour a Bailey's and coffee for me when she was eight. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's... Teaching him young. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You had some animated thoughts on John Tortorello's post-game, uh, and I know we brought it up as well. I'd like you to maybe educate our listeners on your perspective of torts after Mark Spector's, frankly, I thought it was a softball question for Speck. I thought he was giving Philly a bit of an out that night saying, hey, wasn't this, you know, you're, you know, I thought where McDavid just took the game over. Give me your perspective on the fact that uh, torts basically pivoted and said, I only answer questions about my team. I thought it was garbage. I think it's such an easy thing to do to, especially when you're being lobbed a softball, just hit it out of the park. Five-point night for McDavid, the 10th of his career. He fillets your team off the rush, makes some sublime passes. Honestly, tough to pick out which was the prettiest of the night. All five goals that the Oilers scored, he had a primary point on. 
And I just... Is it so hard to give the best player in the world a 20-second or 30-second, you know, dose of praise? Does it mean that, you know, you're, you, you're not focused on your team? No. And I think just sitting in my chair, the most annoying part of that, it, it's not that Mark or, or someone else didn't get their um, the quote that they needed. It's that he, you know, for John Tortorella, who kind of continually preaches – hard work and you know showing up and being accountable and all these different things that he's passed on to his team it seems like he mails in the media part of it or is combative and then the next part of it is whenever he's done coaching again the first thing he does is jumps back into media and you just to me you can't have it both ways and he must there must be something about mcdavid that he doesn't like because i can seem to remember him taking a run at mcdavid on the espn panel saying that McDavid needs to do more. I just don't know why that is or why he thinks that that makes sense to say. You know, uh, at one point, and maybe I'll ask Brandon Dubinsky, since he's the guy that got his blank and head caved in by Zach Cassian, I think because of George Tortorella, okay? Uh, the orders went into Columbus a number of years ago, and it would have been 17-18 or 18-19. It was one of the years they missed the playoffs. And they pounded the Blue Jackets. It was 5 nothing after two periods of that game. And they came out in the third period looking to stir you-know-what up on the ice. And uh, Felino went and fought Kara, and he beat Kara in the fight. And then Dubinsky challenged Zach Cassian, who's a lefty, and Zach broke his face. Okay? He mm-hmm. broke his face. Like, he broke his orbital bone. And I remember seeing jo- the look on Jody Shelley's face. He was at ice level in between the two benches. And Jody's a fighter. And the reaction on his face said it all. And guess how long of a post-game press conference John Tortorella did that night after the Oilers won 7-2? 36 seconds? 7 Seven. Oh, that's impressive. Yep. I was there also the night that they got worked by the Boston Bruins and knocked out of the playoffs, and I think that's about how long his press conference was. So you know, but but yet he's a he's a media guy when he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah, uh, the U.S. won the World Junior Championship today. Yeah, I wasn't even going to gloat. There's no need to gloat. How about act like you've won before? The conduct of their players showboating. Come on. I'm serious. You're not going to be that guy, are you? Yeah, I am going to be that guy. They got really good players. Act like you're a really good player. Okay? Come on, I, man. You I, saw I some the of the... I love that they beat the brakes off of Sweden today. And it's not just because I'm an American. It's because it was their building. They were the toughest team in the tournament and the deepest team top to bottom. And they let everyone else know with a dominant run in the tournament. Yeah, they had the best team. There's no question. Uh, Canada the hard edge that they played with. I thought you'd at least appreciate that. No, no, they 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 were good. It was their time to win. Okay, uh, of course they didn't have Logan Cooley. Canada could have had Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, and Zach Benz as an entire. We can't play that game every year. You, well, no, you have what you have because when it's best on best, Canada usually wins. So the fact that I think I think that's. I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. Well, I, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, it, there's a one and one A. Like they are, it's it's Canada and the U.S. and everybody else. Would you concede I that? I can't wait for the 2025 international tournament well, 13 months from now and best on best in the Olympics in 2026 in Milan because this 
it's going to be the U.S. coming out party, and I'm not saying. Well, what, what, what do you mean? They, they already came out. They came out in '90s. No, but they have. They have. They have not won in best on best since since the World Cup of Hockey in 1996. Slots. They haven't done it. How did Slots not have another face-off guy on the ice? Oh, anyhow, uh, yeah. I can't believe of all the things you're lamenting. That's it. Come on. No, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, the U.S. might be the favorites by then because they've got one big advantage in one positional need. The That's goal. The goal. They're but here's the thing, like, and this is what makes it so exciting. You got McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby, McCarr. But, take your pick of Bedard. The, the, Bedard. Take your pick of the stars. And Canada's going to be really well positioned. All, all I'm saying is it's never really been a conversation as to what the supreme hockey country is. Yes. And and it's it's going to become a conversation is my only point. Yeah. Uh, I did think the U.S. was a little over the top with the post-games or the post-goal celebrations. And Were you also then the same person that was saying in 2010 after the Canadian women won in Vancouver that that you thought their celebrations were over the top? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I don't even want to get into the discussion between the U.S. and Canadian women because I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Somebody said they stepped, the American players stepped on the Canadian flag. I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, and I was not surprised Canada lost to 98 because there was drama going on behind the scenes with that program. But one thing, we, we look one way to, uh, at, when, it, when it comes to gender and sport, we don't dig as hard to find out the truth in certain, uh, we just, oh, that's, what's that? You agree, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what happens. I mean, boy, it's awfully quiet on that Harvard women's hockey front, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what? I mean, look, I, I just think in general, it's, any sort of questions about where the sport has been or where it's heading have been met really negatively. And I think for the last, I think the PWHL has put the women in an unbelievable spot moving forward. And I hope they succeed. Me too. But it's been an absolute bleep show the last number of years that they haven't been able to get out of their own way. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. When you asked questions about that, they'd say, well, why is your coverage so negative? And it's, it's not, it's just honest. Yeah. 
So anyhow, let's 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 pivot away. Uh, I, I want to talk about the Edmonton Oilers. They're fourteen and three. They got the best. They got an eight twenty four points percentage over the last six weeks. I know on your daily face off pods, you end up uh, with Tyler. I think I'm going to see Tyler tonight. Actually, I'm going to the Golden Bears game here a little bit later on. Uh, but with Tyler Yaremchuk, I know you guys in with the stuff you do with Jason. Uh, you do a lot of discussion on the uh, on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, is this is this fluke that they're fourteen and three and have an eight twenty four point percentage, or is this in real i mean i don't know that they're quite as good as 824 meaning if you look at that span they're also head and shoulders above everyone else in the league and i i don't think that's necessarily the case but i think they're not only a firm playoff team but an authentic stanley cup contender and they've gotten their act together in a big way you asked i think your your text line question was something about you know, what's been the biggest part of this 14 and three run. And for me, it's just how much things have quieted down defensively. Yeah. And Chris Knobloch is going to get a, you know, a ton of credit for this team's turnaround. And a lot of it has been on the back of Connor McDavid and doing McDavid like things again. But for me, it's, it's been really like quiet in a good way on the back end. If you have nights where you're not noticing players, that's huge. And I think Paul Coffey deserves a ton of that credit because he's not only inspired confidence, but he's really made this team more efficient. And and he's done that in concert with Knobloch because that efficiency has been a staple of his team's uh, play for the last while. But, you know, this is, this is a really good team that is playing closer to where I thought they'd be. So I had this conversation with somebody. And then we, and this individual said, "Look, I saw this guy when he was in Ontario, and there he goes. I'm not surprised that the team goes streaking." And I go, "He goes, do your homework." So I did the homework, Frank. So as you know, he coached Kootenay, won the WHL title in 2011, and that year he had a winning streak of seven games in the regular season, undefeated streak of seven, and an 11-game playoff winning streak where they knocked off Braden Shen and Saskatoon, who were a huge favorite. By the way, that year, the last time Saskatoon played Kootenay, they beat the, uh, the Kootenay Ice 9-2. Kootenay swept Saskatoon in four straight that year and then upset Portland, who had both Johansson and Niederreiter in the playoffs. They went 11-0-1 in their last 12 playoff games. So they, they won 11 know what's going on in your brain. What's that? Just like the fact that you were quoting junior scores from 10, 15 years ago is insane. Maybe 20 years ago. Okay, let me... So I'll simplify. In Erie, winning streak of 11, 6, 10, undefeated in 7, winning in 8, his first full year there. Second year there, undefeated in 14, winning streaks of 6 and 10, playoff winning streak of 8, uh, lost in the OHL final to Oshawa, who won the Memorial Cup in 15, 16, after McDavid, uh, AM, shall we say. Undefeated in Intend to start the year 15 game winning streak, lost to the conference final to London and won the Memorial Cup in 16 17, second year after McDavid. Undefeated streak of 15, winning streak of 14, won seven straight in the playoffs and won the OHL title, lost the Memorial Cup final. His team seemed to go on a run, Frank. Why is that? Why, why I'm do you th- tell you it has nothing to do with that? Nothing to do with that? No. This team finished 14-0-1 under Jay Wood. There you go. And that's the counter to it, is that they're capable of doing this. But he... I, I, but I said it in in October when everyone was freaking out. I said, this team is going... You find the clip. This team is going to win eight or ten games in a row, and everything's going to sort itself out, and everyone needs to relax. So what you're saying is they didn't need to make a coaching change. Well... 
Look, I... We'll never I know. I'd be real curious to see what things would have looked like had they it's just a fair con- out fair Dave c- Manson for Paul Coffey. If they just made the one move. Yep. Okay. But uh, look, you can't go and unring the bell. I've already made my point on Jay Woodcroft. It doesn't make any sense to continue to hammer it home. It's It's been a while. The team's been successful. Jay Woodcroft is going to get another crack somewhere, somewhere soon. Should he get another crack in Ottawa? That's That's the guy I would hire. We have Steve Stales coming up in 17 minutes. So, well, you know what? Uh, he, I hope he, he's insightful and a good guest. He's a really smart guy. And I just, having gotten a chance to talk to Steve Stales a little bit, knowing Jay Woodcroft a little bit, I know Dave Pullen really well. I could see his personality really meshing there. Hmm. Interesting stuff. I, people, I, I put out a list of of candidates for the Ottawa Senators' coaching job. Whatever they decide to do with Jacques Martin as he tries to right the ship, and people were saying, "Well, why isn't Patrick Waugh on there?" I like just just understand the players in place. Patrick Waugh is bombastic. He's uh-huh. you know he's brash. That's not none of those things are what Steve Steos is, and I just can't. There's a reason why he wasn't on my list. What do you think of Jay McKee? I think Jay McKee is is a guy who's put in the time. There seems to be some thought process that he wants to stay close to the Buffalo area. Uh, I don't know how true that is or isn't, but um, I don't think he has quite the same resume as John Gruden, who also had success with Steve Steos. Um, John Gruden has been an NHL assistant coach for a while. Um, he's, you know, he's Jay McKee has the playing experience. John Gruden was a senator briefly, but I, I think Jay, I think John Gruden would be in line way before Jay McKee. Jay McKee won 51 games for the Hamilton Bulldogs in 21-22 when they went to the Memorial Cup. Frank, great stuff. It's quiet right now out there, isn't it? On the uh, trade it front, it is. But guess what? Tuesday is 60 days out. My first trade targets board. I'll, I'll give you a preview on Monday night. All right, yeah, you will be doing that with Brendan Escott because I will be uh, probably on the bus uh, heading into Chicago as we speak, one of the great stops in the tour. Thanks for your time, Frank. See you, Bob. See you. That is Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff. It's 550 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott coming up with NHL Today, and we'll get to McGuire Financial with their game day lineup report. You're listening to Oilers now. Matthias Eklund coming up today at 635. Ottawa General Manager Steve Stales at uh, 6.05. We're going to go to NHL today at 5.52. It's presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite. Here's Brendan Escott. Three games tonight in the NHL. The Devils are down a goal at the end of the first period. They're at home to the Blackhawks. Capitals up two on the Hurricanes. Didn't they just play a couple nights ago? Uh, they are at home to Carolina tonight again after 20 minutes there. Later on tonight, it is the Jets visiting the Anaheim Ducks. Now, Stars defenseman Miro Haskinen week to week Oof. with a lower body injury that he suffered against Colorado. They're already negotiating 
negotiating things without Jake Ottinger, who has been listed as week to week now coming. He's, to, yeah, he's to coming back day, shortly. Yeah, day to day designation there for him. Um, Arizona placing Zach Sanford on waivers today. Isaac Howard scoring twice. The United States beating host Sweden six two in the gold medal game at the World Junior Championship. U.S. claims its sixth gold medal first since 2021. Sweden failing to win its first gold since 2012. Bronze medal game was a thriller. Czechia scoring six straight goals stunned Finland 8-5. to five. Bakersfield, uh, you say will not have Dylan Holloway in the lineup? Did I catch that? Or they, they will have They him? don't have anybody in the lineup. The game got cancelled in Sandy. You didn't see that? No. Oh yeah. Two games. Both games in San Diego cancelled. Water main break in the arena in San Diego. <laughs> okay. So seriously, it's incredible. The guy has the worst luck of all time. Phenomenal. They couldn't play those two games in Bakersfield and then flip-flop the road games later on? I don't know. Well, I don't make the schedule. That would make too much sense in Rashad. I just talked to Scott Housen the other day. We'd have to take that up. He Nicely would be done. the guy. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I guess some more time to uh, practice, assimilate to their system down there. Uh, Oil Kings, however, are in Kelowna. They look to end their, their seven-game road trip on a winning note against the Rockets. What, 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 what's their record? Is it 4-0-1, 5 one They haven't lost 4-0-1, it. yeah, because <laughs> they knocked off Kamloops wow. last night or the night before. So, yeah. yeah, it's been a great run for them here with uh, after the Sochin trade. And finally, and you know this well, you're heading off to the Golden Bears game. They play Trinity Western to return to Canada West action tonight and it, tomorrow. They're uh, going to make uh, Aiden de la Gangordiere who had a point per game last year for the Saskatoon Blades, will make his debut. And they've had, I don't know, did uh, Ian give away the farm? They're adding a forward, too. Did he tell you who the forward is that they're at? He's a big-time player. Like the best offensive player they're going to have on their team. He's coming. Uh, he's just making his way back from the American League. So it's a pretty good addition for uh, Ian Herbert's program. He'll be in the lineup in the next couple of weeks. Let's go to the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit McGuireFinancial.ca. The Ottawa Senators' top line is Josh Norris. He had a, a good year last year. Brady Kachuk was awesome. Drake Batherson's on the right side. He went minus 30 last season. Tim Stutzel had a 90 point season last year. He's got just seven goals. Tarasenko's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Don't think he makes sense for Edmonton. Uh, Claude Giroux had a bounce back campaign. He's on the right side. That's a very good second line. Ridley Gregg with Dominic uh, Kubalik, who liked Tarasenko as a UFA at the end of the year. Parker Kelly, Western League player that played for uh, Prince Albert. Was on the right wing. Mark Kastelik, Ed Kastelik's son, love him. Fourth line, right shot center, tough, big, 6'4". They've had Schmeichel and uh, Cruikshank on the wings there, though Matthew Joseph is closing in on a return, and he had had a pretty good start to the year for the Ottawa Senators. Joseph, a former teammate in St. John of Thomas Shabbat, who's back in the lineup. He's only played 12 games a season for Ottawa. Chickering with Sanderson, Shabbat with Artem Zub, Eric Branson with Travis Hamannick, and Jack Michaels indicated to me he thought that there was a good chance we might see Anton Forsberg, who was Oilers' property at one time, start. Pinto remains out. He's going to be back. Uh, Steve Stales will provide some clarity on that front coming up at 6.05. That is our game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. As we tell you that you can join 
New West Travel, an exclusive road trip to Dallas this April to watch the owners play the stars. This New West Travel package includes airfare, four nights, deluxe hotel, great game ticket, and a reception with yours truly. Complete with your trip is an optional AT and T Stadium Tour. That's where the Cowboys play. And a National League Baseball game. Everything is bigger in Texas, including this road trip. You can reach out to newestravel.com. That's newestravel.com. They've already sold about a quarter of the tickets, and we just announced it after selling out both Nashville and Montreal to start this season. We'll also tell you the Oilers Now Injury Reports brought to you all season long. James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers, Trent Brown, James Brown, and uh, the gang of James H. Brown. 250-plus years of experience. It's just simple. They get you the best results. They do the best job. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Sam Gagne is ready to play. He won't play tomorrow. Adam Ernie will play in the Oilers' fourth line on a line uh, with James Hamlin and Connor Brown. The Oilers will keep the same lineup as uh, the one that got the victory the other night against the Philadelphia Flyers, and we expect Stuart Skinner to start in goal. Zach Ferguson has a global news weather traffic update. Steve Stales coming up next, the general manager of the Ottawa Senators.